This is Lena from Infected Rain. Brian Fair from Shadows Fall. Gary Hall from Exodus and recently retired from Slayer. Phil from Violence here. This is Trevor Sternad from the Black Dahlia Murder. This is Christian from Lions at the Gate. Yo, 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 Igor Cavalera here. Hey, this is Charlie with Anthrax. I just want to give a shout out to Pedalton and Metal Radio, the podcast. The podcast to get all your rock and metal news plus reviews. With new episodes dropping every Sunday, make sure you tune in. Keep rocking with Pedal to the Metal. Check it out now. Keep it metal. Yeah, what's up, everybody? It has been quite some time since the last episode of Pedal to the Metal Radio, the podcast, and I apologize for that right away. Uh, we were, I was busy uh, for the whole month of October. I believe the last episode was October 9th. I have been pretty busy doing another podcast for the whole month of October that uh, only lasts for the month of October, and we do it once a year. So I was focusing my time on that, uh, and it kind of made it difficult to kind of coincide with this and plus personal matters, stuff like that. But Pedal to the Metal's back, so never fear. Pedal to the Metal is here, and Eddie Monster is also here. That's right, your main man, your host with the most. And we've got a great episode for you guys this week. This is going to be not too long of an episode, I don't think. We'll see how it goes just because it's going to be a short week between this and the next one. Uh, we want to get things rocking and rolling. Big, big news for you guys out there. Pedal to the Metal is now on Stitcher and Amazon Music. That or whatever it is. Amazon Music, you can look us up. Uh, the link will be in the description on uh, Pedal to the Metal Radio Show.blogspot.com. Again, Pedal to the Metal Radio Show.blogspot.com. You'll be able to find all the links there. So we're, we're on everything iHeartRadio. You know, you name it. We're on everything, man. Google, Spotify, Stitcher, uh, whatever it may be. And uh, and that's the thing. You got to always look to expand. You know what I'm saying? Uh, there are also going to be some changes coming up with Pedal to the Metal. Um, I realize this, this is things that I want to do within this realm of this spectrum that... Uh, I haven't been satisfied in a while, and this other podcast that I did kind of sparked something in me to want to include into this, and that really, really, really helped. So I'm developing something right now to uh, try to help re-spark and reignite this passion that is that is metal and rock that never dies. It never dies, believe me. I love music. I, I've been listening to so much stuff, the new Dark Throne album, uh, you know, and, and it continues, you know what I mean? And it never stops. Uh, but sometimes, you know, you need to get motivated, right? And we've done 113 episodes of this. So sometimes you need to get motivated. Uh, but we got a great, great episode for you guys this, for, for today, for this week, whatever you want to call it. And uh, that's right, we got a ban uh, an unsigned band of the week. We've got bands you should know, artists, rock and metal news. And uh, right now, the top 10 of 2015. That's right. 
It continues on. We've never forgotten this. All right, so looking at 2015, 2015 was definitely a pretty decent year. I got to say, it wasn't a bad year for metal. Uh, there are going to be some surprises on here that you're, you're probably going to be like, holy shit, you know what I mean? Uh, and then others, maybe you maybe you don't think it's such a surprise, you know what I mean? Maybe you just kind of expected it, and you kind of agree with it, maybe. Or maybe there's, there's some you might flip here and there, saying like, ah, oh, no, I would have put in that one at this and this one at that. Uh, but that's the beauty of everything, you know what I mean? But anyways, we're going to start it now. So I've got the honorable mentions, of course. And then we'll get into the top ten. Uh, the honorable mentions for the for this one, I'm gonna say "Silence in the Snow" by Trivium. This is really an album uh, that's thanks to my older brother. Uh, I had been into Trivium a long time ago before this, and I kind of fell off a little bit and hadn't been really listening to them. I had, you know, had heard some stuff, but didn't really pay too much attention to Trivium uh, until he told me to listen to a track. Um, and I off this record, and it reignited my like for Trivium, right? And I really like this album. But I listened to this album, I think, well after 2015, I believe. Uh, but nonetheless, it was it was a great album. Uh, we also have War of Kings by Europe. I would have never thought in a million years, right? that I would have sat there and took a Europe album and been like, oh, man, this is really cool because, I mean, everybody knows them for that, you know, the final countdown and, and all that stuff, and you're like, oh, man, that's like 80s cheese, right? You know, Carrie and whatever else, you know, that was on that record. Uh, Cherokee. Cherokee. I can't do it. You know I can't sing. I'm not even going to try. Uh, but anyway, so but this was actually a pretty decent record. Give it a shot. War of Kings is a really good record. I was really impressed by it when it came out. And then we also have From Beyond by Enforcer. I love Enforcer. Those guys never disappoint me. All right. Now it is time for the top 10 of 2015. And I got to tell you, super, super excited. At number 10, I've got Hammer of the Witches. By Cradle of Filth. I love the album cover. Love the album cover. You know, if we were going, if I had never known who Cradle of Filth was and I was going through the section and I saw this album, I would have been like, man, like, who the fuck is this? And I was like, got some hot chicks, hot naked chicks with blood all over them and like some Baphomet looking guy. I'm like, I would have been like, hell yeah, let's do this. You know, and I would have picked it up. And it was great because they really had been crafting their sound for so long. And to take like the black metal roots that obviously is the roots of this band, like I said. And it's the base of everything. And they combine it with the very amazing gothic and orchestral overtones. And it just creates this beautiful beautiful extreme metal masterpiece that is fucking hammer of the witches you gotta check it out uh right wing of the garden tripic and uh even the title track is amazing so yeah very very impressed with that uh number nine we've got apex 
Predator, Easy Meat by Napalm Death. These guys are the kings of fucking grindcore. Do you need any other explanation other than that? Right? These guys have been doing it for 30 plus fucking years, man. They don't need an explanation. Just go and pick it up. It's a fucking great album. I don't know what you're waiting for. Uh, number eight, we've got the, I'm going to try to say this as best I can, the Anthropocene Extinction by uh, Cattle Decapitation. Again, another album cover that just would have freaked me the fuck out, but would have been badass, and I would have been like, man, if we're going by album covers, you know, this is definitely a badass. I would have picked this up, you know. But, uh, yeah, fucking death metal at its finest with these guys. Fucking manufactured extinction. A manufactured extinct, excuse me. Uh, the opening track, unfucking believable. They mix in so many things with this. The the grind elements from their early, early years to the death metal flavor that is based all over it like a nice roast. You know what I mean? Yum, yum, yum. Uh, number seven, we've got uh, seven, Stur- and that's not done on purpose, by the way. Uh, seven, Sturm on Drog by Lamb of God. This was the first record that the band had done since Randy Blythe had been released from prison. Or had been acquitted, I should say, or released. I can't remember wh- which one it was. Uh, but he had that thing in Czechoslovakia when he was, um, or oh, the Czech Republic, I should say, excuse me. Not to, uh, you know. Uh, but when he was acquitted of the, of the manslaughter charge of that fan that got killed uh, during one of the shows, this was the album they came out with, and and they really went deep with this. You know, even Randy singing some clean vocals in it, not bad. Uh, number six, we got "Condition Human" by Queensrÿche. Impressive. Since they got Todd Latour, I have been. Very impressed with Queensryche and and the and the music because it was exactly what us fans had had been asking for for so long with Jeff Tate. You know what I mean? It's the fact that we were missing all the things that we loved about Queensryche. Like stop being fucking experimental and just give us Operation Mind Crime and 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 Rage for Order and and fucking Empire and everything that we fucking love from you guys. And continue with that sound. Like what was the need. To get all experimental. None. And they're doing it in a good style. Alright. Uh, number five. Lumin- Luminiferous by High on Fire. This was really the first time. That I, I had ever heard High on Fire. I knew of their existence. And I had seen like the records. Never thought of picking them up. You know what I mean. But in the spirit of of motorhead these guys are definitely it for me uh number four we've got in times by enslaved these guys just sh- w- w- showed you with this record the craftsmanship that is their musicianship right right from the get-go impressive record impressive by enslaved one of the the the, the albums i was most impressed by made me a fan and i remember seeing it and I think I saw a review from Metal Injection, and I instantly had to check it out because I was like, okay, you know what? I, I had seen the name Enslaved plenty of times. Let me check this out. Uh, number three, we've got Children of the Night by Tribulation. This was the first time that I had ever checked out 
Tribulation. I had never heard of them. Saw the name. I think I was scrolling through uh, something and had seen the name and was like, okay, I'm going to check this out. You know what I mean? And uh, what an amazing record. Amazing record. It's It's got that, you know, it, it, the album is so hard to pinpoint exactly what genre this is because, you know, everybody knows they had the death metal sound um, for a very long time, and then they kind of just started, like, mixing, you know, the extreme elements and then, like, putting traditional metal and then some goth in there. And, and ultimately, this is what was created. It's so much fun. When, Stane, when Strange Getaway, Getaways Breck in... Ah, jeez, I can't speak today. When Strange Getaways Back In and In the Dreams of the Dead, those are great songs that are off this album. Check it out for sure. Uh, this is where it's going to get controversial for some people, I think, is number two and number one. Uh Number two is The Book of Souls by Iron Maiden. And I get it. You know, they made fans wait five years. Bruce had to battle cancer, all that kind of stuff. They um, released one heck of a record, but not my favorite Maiden record. And if you know, Sinjetsu is actually my favorite of the go- of the second golden years of Iron Maiden. Uh this was a solid album, solid, solid album. But I just think Melora by Ghost was that much better. And that's why I have Melora by Ghost at number one. So there it is, my top, top 10 of 2015. All right, we're going to take a small little break to hear a word from our sponsor. We would come back. It's Rock and Metal News. All right, so now it's time for our unsigned band of the week, and we've got a good one for you guys this week. That's right. If you like your death metal dirty but tight, then I have got the band for you. That's right. Like the unforgiving desert heat from which they hail, eyes of perdition resound with equal, unrelenting, sonic brutality. That's right. This Las Vegas death metal quartet has already proven themselves to be something of an anomaly, combining old-school brutal death metal's abrasive barrage of groove with hardcore's unabashed aggression. That's right. These guys are badass. You need to check them out, and we've got them for you right here. So without further ado, here is Eyes of Perdition, and this is their song, Dealing Death, right here on Pedal to the Metal Radio. The podcast.
It's time for Rock and Metal News, presented by Eddie Monster. All right, welcome back, everybody. Rock and Metal News time. So there are a couple of things I want to talk about real quick on this, and I'm not going to divulge too much. Uh, but one of the things I, I really wanted to talk about is how proud I am of Judas Priest. I really am. They were uh, the Hall of Fame induction ceremony recently took place, and while I was aggravated, and so wasn't Rob Halford at the title that was given to it, because he has mentioned in the past. I mean, Black Sabbath was inducted, and he even said it. Not that he's jealous of Sabbath at all, but it's just like why. You know, give them and not anybody else the same thing, right? Just say, hey, inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, Judas Priest, right? And that was a big argument that I had against the Hall of Fame because it's a crooked Hall of Fame. There are so many bands that deserve to be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame that aren't in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and we could go on and on and on and on and on and talk about that all day long. I mean, we could have a two-hour conversation about, you know, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, which I have had in the past. And you can find that interview with Joe McDonald of Briar Rose. You can find that in the catalogs. But, you know, at the end of the day, it was it was a beautiful thing. I mean, to see him on stage with Dolly Parton, and Pink and, and whoever else was on there and them singing Jolene was was a great thing. It was a great thing to see heavy metal mixed with all these different acts. And just the fact of his Hall of Fame induction speech was great. He goes, hey, I'm the gay guy in the band. And he went on to talk about how it doesn't matter what religion you're into, what sexual preference, what actual sex you are. None of that matters in heavy metal. We are not an inclusive group. Anybody is free to join. And that's always been the beautiful thing about heavy metal is that nothing matters. As long as you love the music, we don't care what you are. You know what I mean? And we've always been that way. We've always looked past all those things because we're really a, a family. Like heavy metal is a family. We are a family. We may not always agree with each other. We might not always like the same bands as each other. But that's the beauty of it is that you're into metal, you're family. You know what I mean? And, and he made that perfectly clear last night. That's that's what heavy metal was all about. And I'm so proud of him. I'm so proud of all of them for being inducted into the Hall of Fame. They're in it. As far as I'm concerned, they're in it. Whether they want to put a stupid tag onto it or whatever. You know, it's like Randy Rhodes is in the Hall of Fame right where he belongs. And maybe this will open the door. Who knows? Maybe this will open the door for, for other bands that deserve to be in there, like Iron Maiden. For, for you know, at least one artist that I can mention off the top of my head that needs to be in there as well, Iron Maiden. 
You know, you, you why have a Hall of Fame if you're not going to have them in it? But hopefully, like I said, hopefully this this opens the doors and this will open the floodgates and you know we'll get more metal bands in the Hall of Fame that deserve to be there. I'm hoping that, and and it just was proud. It was a proud moment as a metal fan to uh, to have seen that because it was like yes, fucking a right. He's right. Fuck everybody else that's not into metal. You don't like metal, fuck you. You know what I mean? Because we don't care what you look like, what you're into, whatever it may be. We are a family, and we will always be a family. And that's metal, my friends. Whether you love heavy metal, death metal, black metal, uh, grindcore, uh, whatever the fuck, you know, metalcore, uh, deathcore, whatever the fuck it may be. We're all under the same umbrella, and that's heavy metal. So remember that, metal, baby, metal. So, yeah, so I want I wanted to basically just say that because it was such a, uh, a an, an awesome moment, and uh, I wanted to make sure that I shared that with all of you out there because, you know, we don't get enough respect as it is. We don't get it with the Grammys. We don't get it. You know, with uh, with the Hall of Fame, just like horror movies, right? We don't get any respect in horror movies with the Oscars. We ne- probably never will. You know what I mean? But it deservedly so. I've seen some films that, you know, were Oscar-worthy, in my opinion. You know, some great performances from actors that deserved some recognition. But again, whatever. I like to indulge. So... Uh, I want to turn the tables real quick because I mentioned Iron Maiden and this kind of makes me laugh a little bit. Uh, So apparently at a concert, Bruce Dickinson stopped the show, had a fan kicked out because he doesn't like weed smoke. And at first I was like, man, you are alienating your fans so bad with this so badly because you know how many Maiden fans I know that fucking smoke weed There's a lot. There's a lot. And uh, he goes on to clarify a little bit. Let's just hear it. So at first he makes a reasonable request, you know, hey, just go in the back and fucking smoke. And but, you know, the whole thing, like, you know, so many people smoking dope down here. 
did it totally fucks us up. And I was like, man, way to be a little prissy, right? Uh, but then he continues. With the exception of the one fucking idiot, right? The rest of us here are here because after three years of being locked up, locked down, and forbidden from doing everything we like to do, we can fucking get on with it now. So he makes a good point, and I guess the guy was a dick. He did something he wasn't supposed to do and shouldn't have done, so he had to get ejected, you know, and, and that just happens. Don't be a fucking idiot, you know, at a show. Uh, but he was perfectly right. I mean, man, we've been locked away for so fucking long. Like, we are one big, huge family, and let's have a good fucking time. So there you go. And I don't blame Dickinson uh, for really doing what he did, but I, I always say they need to be careful how they say things. You don't want to alienate people, uh, you know, because fans are fans no matter what. You know what I'm saying? Um, and that's all I really wanted to talk about that. Okay. Those are the big news stories, in my opinion. One of the other things I wanted to talk about, too, since it's been a while, because October 9th was the last episode, and on that episode, I talked about Motley Crue, right? Who doesn't believe me? Not a lot of people believed me. Maybe you did, maybe you didn't, but I hate to say that I told you so, and I cannot wait to see what John 5 is going to do with Motley Crue. That is going to be amazing. Apparently, Mick is still going to be recording in the studio. He'll never stop doing that, but as far as touring is concerned, John 5 is going to be their touring guitarist. So it's going to be exciting to see the energy that he brings because he brings some fucking energy. And uh, now I want to know from this point moving forward, though, is what happened between him and Rob Zombie. That's what I would like to know. That's what I'm interested in knowing. And it's going to, And it's kind of crazy to think, you know what I mean, because... What happened? They unfollowed each other on social media. And uh, all of a sudden, Riggs gets brought back. He's now in Motley Crue. What is the dimension here? What's going on? What happened? Because they did just tour the whole entire summer. So did something happen during that summer tour that they were just like, you know what? It's better off if we're not in a band anymore. You know what I mean? It makes you wonder that. And I don't really know. I don't really know. I don't really know what to tell you. But, yeah, there's uh, there's always that looming 
like what exactly happened in that whole situation. And maybe we'll find out, maybe we won't. But uh, I'm going to be definitely looking to see if I can find out. One last clip that I want to play for you guys real quick is uh, Jamie Jasta originally recently was uh, doing a show. This was back on November 5th. So the time of recording this was two days ago. They were performing in Oklahoma City. And Jamie bashed and kicked out a neo-Nazi skinhead. And it's just amazing what he says. Let's listen to what he said. What do you want me to do? You want me to throw people out of the fucking show? A Nazi? What? A Nazi? No, fuck. Nazis are at the show. Listen, Nazis aren't welcome at hate priest shows. It's a fucking obvious thing. But you guys gotta police your own fucking shows. In our day, I didn't go to the singer of the fucking band. We handled the shit. Go fair one in the street. Nobody sees nothing. There you go. Don't let the door hit you on your way out. There's no place for racism, anti-Semitism, sexism, transphobia, none of that shit. Everybody, life is hard enough. Everybody needs music. Get that shit out of here. But I ain't a fucking cop. So handle your own shit next time, all right? I love every one of you. But police your scene. It ain't up to the fans. Last one. Thank you to uh, Joshua O'Connor also, by the way, for that video on his YouTube channel. Uh, but Jamie's right, man. Just like I said at the beginning of this rock and metal news segment, I said there's no room for hate in metal. Everybody is welcome. Everybody, no matter what. There's no room for hate in the scene. And Jamie proved that right there, getting the guy kicked out. But like Jamie said... We need to police our own scene, okay? That means making sure that scumbags like skinheads and Nazi skinheads are not welcome at the shows. Do what he did, what he said. Take it outside, handle it in the streets, no cops, no snitches, beat the crap out of a skinhead. There you go. Not that I condone violence or anything, but police your own scene, just like he said. You don't want them at the show, get them kicked out. That's it. You know, don't let the band handle it. You handle it. And that's it. All right. That's it for Rock and Metal News for this week. It's time for our our uh, band you should know artists. Usually bands you should know artists. But we got one band for you guys this week. So for this week's bands you should know artists, I'm turning to one of the things I love the most. And uh, besides metal and horror movies i also love wrestling it's always been something that i loved and i've got a great band from you get for you guys this week uh coming from my friends at horror pain gore death i've got a band that celebrates all those things in one 
That's right. I am talking about Shining Wizard, which is actually a pretty cool wrestling move in and of itself. Uh, but they've got a new EP called Tournament of Death. That's right. They are hailing from St. Petersburg, Florida. Shining Wizard present a blood-soaked tribute to some of the greatest pro wrestlers that have ever lived and died. Hannah Kimura, Scott Hall, Dr. Death, Brody Lee, the big boss man, and New Jack are all represented in this morbid celebration of violence and suffering. If you want to know what they're like, it's like the Misfits versus Napalm Death in a barbed wire death match. Blink-182 with CTE, leftover crack, smoking even more crack. This is strong style grindcore. This is horror, pain, gore, death. So if you're a fan of Burt Flesh, Choking Victim, Code 13, Crack House, Eat the Turnbuckle, and so much more GCW, and Mike Awesome versus Masato Tanaka, and uh, so much more. You're going to love these guys. So without further ado, here is Shining Wizard with Dying on a Razor's Edge. I want to thank all of you for tuning in this week, and I will see you next week. Tick-tock, tick-tock, time is ticking away for you, Chico. Dude.